everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Frank, here with AJ. How's it going? I'm doing really well, Frank. Thank you for uh, calling in on a Monday night. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Um, You know, we're we're pulling double duty. We uh, just talked about The Mandalorian, so go check out our episode on that one, covering episodes one and two of The Mandalorian, airing now, streaming on Disney+. (laughs) Uh, But we are back to cover Watchmen, which we've been doing every week. Uh, Last night aired episode five of the, uh, the season, Little Fear of Lightning. Um, which uh, was a heavily focused on uh, Wade Tillman looking glass. Uh, we had lots of detail into his backstory, um, but there's really just a ton to unpack here tonight. Um, I, I mean, what did you think of this episode like before getting into spoilers? I mean, it, I think this episode is really like maybe like a great, like it, there's no words. I loved it so much. I was so w- ready and waiting for the uh, Looking Glass origin story and his backstory explained. I didn't think we were going to get this much. It was so awesome to kind of get a great episode that's really kind of dedicated to him and how he's going to be advancing the story uh, moving forward and kind of a little bit of an insight into his character. And on that level, like I was really just totally blown away and, and fan serviced. What did you think? Yeah, I absolutely loved it too. Um, you know, each week we're like, "Man, this show just keeps getting better," but it, like it really does. Um, and I even said last week, I was like, "I feel like all the cards are on the table. Like we've got like all the the history from all the characters, and we're gonna move forward." And like, because I didn't think we we're gonna really get this backstory for Looking Glass. I thought he was gonna be more like an ancillary character. And like, wow, we got so much detail for him, and like a lot of detail for the seventh cavalry and what's going on with fight and it it just delivered in so many ways and like press has been saying that have seen like episodes one through six um that like that's just like it just keeps getting better and so now like next week looks really exciting um so the final three episodes we'll see like it just seems like everything is kind of setting up to this big moment i mean kind of like the book right yeah it just it, it escalates like it's I was saying this to Megan last night. It's like, at first it feels like they're setting up and setting up and setting up. It's actually more of an unravel. Like you have this like mystery that they're peeling away and, and, and giving you more details and more answers. And, um, it's just, they're doing such a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, I listen, it's a great show. I don't, it's amazing to me that nobody's talking about it. I think that there's like, I think overall, just as a general show, it's so dark. Like it's like, it's such a dark tone, and I think it's so cool of uh, this to be on HBO and like be kind of a flagship DC product with the awesome logo that they have at the end, and oh, so cool. I, it's so awesome. And I, I, I don't know. This makes me happy. Like I'm happy that like this kind of like dark adult science fiction material is like available to you if you really want to seek it out and watch it. And, you know, it was marketed, but I don't think that it was marketed as heavily as, you know, I remember Game of Thrones coming out. Like, I remember Sean Bean being on every fucking corner and every subway stop. Like, he was everywhere. You know, like this, like they had, you had Regina King on the flyer and stuff, but, and on a couple taxi cabs, but I don't remember it being like as level as like a Shazam or Dark Knight or anything like that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I see a ton of advertising for it still, but I, 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 
I think part of it is it's a different era now. Like when Game of Thrones was coming out like eight years ago, it was there. The streaming wars <laughs> didn't exist. Like it, this was like your peak TV. This was high level content. Um, like even think like MCU is still in its early phases. Like everything has changed so much. Like this was like the uh, Game of Thrones was like one of the first like genre shows to really be like a hit. Now there's just so much and it's overwhelming that I feel like people are like, I, I don't know. I got to skip that one for now. I don't know. We'll see. I'll get to it when it's finished airing, you know? For sure. And I think that this show is so fun to watch week to week. Like you said, it's totally peeling away the layers. Um, but now we got to get into spoilers. And I think that there's like so many things to get into. We're not going to be featuring any, you know, uh, stuff in our marketing. So relax. Uh, but if you haven't seen the episode, stop the episode right now in three, in two, in one. Um, so yeah, uh, Frank, where do you want to start? Um, I kind of want to start with the fact that they put, so this, this property is based on the, the book, the graphic novel, not on the movie. Movie, movie. And we were like, okay, you know, that's really cool. Like glad they're doing that but like we never got to see the squid because it was never in the in the movie and here we get a flashback of, in all of it in all of its glory in all of its glory we get to be there in 1985 with the shit storm that it was and see millions of people die which was super crazy to see i mean you called out that carnival thing back in one of the trailers a while back we thought that was a future event and that was like just you know the the outskirts of of the psychic blast like we'd all be dead <laughs> like if, yeah, if right we up, lived in right the up the road from here no Hoboken. Yeah. yeah so um and like i think when we got to i mean i think because we saw the the, the trailer last week i knew it was going to be focusing more on looking glass but like we we saw him this like young guy i was like ah oh, that's probably him right like we're going to follow his journey um you know, you, you feel kind of bad for him at first, and then he gets this, like, he's in this, like, funhouse thing, which, like, it's like, oh, my God, it's his origin story. We're seeing how he gets, like, his net moniker and everything. Um, I mean, that it, it's just, like, crazy, because he was, now you really can understand why so many people in this universe are so fearful of the squids and what happened, and they really, like, believe it happened, because so many people were there and saw it yeah like it's like it's it's like a okay so to talk about the cephalopod the squid it's finally here um i i liked it it was like at midnight like i guess you read the comic and like when they do it at midnight like you get to see it in color and you get to see it like this one it's like a little bit darker so it gets to hide and be more scary which is ultimately good some of the brightened up hd photos online are okay too they're they're pretty fun um Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, so I think in this show, like just before we get into kind of the plot here, kind of like the overtones, like maybe we're thinking about, like when you hear them kind of in the next scene, they go to a support group about extra dimensional anxiety, people who are so fucking afraid of squids and, you know, things coming from other dimensions that they have to meet and hold hands and talk about it, which is totally cool. Um, but ultimately, uh, you know, I think that the messaging that they use is for 11.2 to talk about the squid, 
I think that that's got to talk about like nine. They're got to be talking about nine eleven. Oh, and for in, sure. And in terms of like the psychic waves, I think that they're talking about like social media and like our media today, like that their media is very different than like the way our media shows stuff, right? Like their media is complicit in keeping the squid story um, going on, right? Like it's fundamentally lying to the people, whereas like here like we have you know regular media and like the psychic waves like the aftermath shock and fear of what happened on 9-11 is kind of where people are at you know in the residual effects in kind of a different way i think maybe they're poking at uh also interesting to note that regardless of whether or not um the squid is real obviously the psychic waves are pretty real because yeah. When he is in the uh, funhouse with all the mirrors around him, is that not why he's saved and becomes Looking Glass because he's surrounded by all the mirrors and then it becomes? That, that's what's implied. You know that he. I mean, not everybody. Like when he steps out, there are still people that are kind of struggling and clinging onto life. Like, so for whatever reason, maybe some of them were like less susceptible susceptible to the wave. But it's implied that the fact that he was in that funhouse kind of saved his life. Um, but not just even in the funhouse, in like the hall of mirrors. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, maybe. So, so like, okay, so maybe there's like the reflecting shit in there that was like that he wears now. You know. Shayna also put in. She wants to mention that there was a ton of mirrors. I there's a ton of mirrors throughout this episode everywhere. Like yes. when they go, like later on when they go to the department store, there's tons of mirrors all on the walls and on the pillars and pilings. Um, you know, there's also tons of mirrors in different parts of the place. Anyway, we're getting ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, you're, you're good. Um, but, you know, like, it's, it's really interesting because, like, we meet this character that, you know, he immediately connects with and they're, um, uh, they're talking over a beer and, like, flirting and everything. And you're like, wow, this is, like, good for him because he clearly has been, uh, scarred, uh, from from this event and like it affected his his relationship with his ex-wife and it's like okay this is all this is great good for him like maybe he's kind of moving on and then it's like all like a setup um i mean i mean you just glossed over like easily one of the more science fictiony aspects of his life in that not only was he like present at the uh 11 2, the inciting event of all this crazy, you know, world utopia. But yeah. that also, like, his wife works in cloning and is, like, obviously a very smart person. Sure. And, and has, like, this crazy <laughs> science. Like, there are these small science fiction Twilight Zone scenes inserted throughout this show. And, like, that scene was totally one of them, where you're, like, in this cloning lab. And they're like, look at these cute, adorable puppies. Do you think they all I don't the like same? the puppy microwave. I really don't. <laughs> You think it was a microwave? <laughs> no. I don't know be, what to call it. That maybe it's like a matter reorganizer, you know? Like, maybe uh-huh. that's what I told Shayna. I'm like, maybe Dr. Manhattan figured out a way to reorganize matter for other uses. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh, sure. I, I'm pretty sure so, it's just gone. And... Yeah, it's it's nuked. It's, it's so dead. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, and, and she's helping him with, with uh, the other plot uh, with the pills that uh, Angela gave him to... Which look looks like it's going to be a huge part of the next episode. Absolutely, yeah. Um, revealed that it's this this drug called nostalgia that uh, 
enables you to see memories, but it, it doesn't seem like it's like, oh, it helps you remember your own things. It seems like memories are in the drug because she takes it and it's implied that they're not her memories that she's going to be reliving. Yeah, it's it's totally going to be Will. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So we learn about the drugs. We learn about uh, his ex-wife. We learn that he is kind of one of these paranoid people who lives in his house with all this reflectine and that's why he wears his hat his helmet uh, or mask his uh, mask yeah that we learn uh with uh lady blake and once we get to you know his house we see all this different kinds of equipment which is being sold to the people now do you think that they are like sending out these like psychic waves into the air to like keep people buying this shit or do you think this is purely, like, nonsensical, like, Kangen water-level bullshit? What do you think, Frank? I think they're sending out the squids uh, to keep up the lie, and I think there's people and companies out there that are taking advantage of that. And so I don't, I don't think that the company is necessarily in on it. Um, I also don't know if there's actually other psychic waves um, because well, it's it, it raining seems like— squid. It's raining squid, but, like, people don't seem overly concerned about it. You would think that, like, uh, people would – if, like, people started bleeding from the eyes and ears every single day, I think it would be a bigger deal. Whereas, like, in the pilot, she just brushes off, it off her windshield like it's nothing. I think the, the massive monster was the one that really had the psychic blast. And I think uh, Wade's, like, testing in his facility is, like – it's just, like uh, – kind of like drills and that's why like the alarm kept going off i don't think it's necessarily like oh i think there's gonna be psychic blasts okay but but i think the people that are really scared of it and like he was right there at ground zero um like he may really believe that it it, it, the little squids could impact you i don't know (sighs) yeah man um this yeah so Talk about some fucking cephalopods, man. Um, so anyway, we see his cool house. He's got like this cool bunker place. And then they go to this, you know, nice meeting where this new lady comes in. And they have this nice little time. They go on this cute little date. I thought it was very nice. Shayna always loves like these parts of any like scene of any movie. Like any scene where like people are being cutesy or like could play out like in a rom-com like she's so excited and, and invested in the content so she's like, was, they're gonna get married and yeah gonna have babies yes exactly she's so excited for them you know so like ultimately uh was you know she was really happy you know when this was all kind of going down and then once the cabbage kind of came out you know obviously Dude, they yeah it, I, I saw the truck i was like oh shit that's the truck because like, it's got the tarp on the back and it flies out and it's like obviously they set the whole thing up but yeah. like for us as a viewer it's like that's your moment where it's like shit hitting the fan um yeah man I, then they have they that was like the totally twisty twisty moment i was like fuck 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 oh man go ahead i'm sorry um no no you're good um and so like he goes and and follows uh the the lead uh and 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 basically or you know i guess he's following uh a trap but he's trying to get dispatch and he thinks that they're coming for backup but none of none of it is i mean on the one hand it's like great he's learning the truth um but like we find out that uh 
the senator keen is like basically the head of this whole like organization <laughs> it's it's like a huge reveal yeah but it's also kind of under uh, a little confusing to me because he's like, he makes a comment like, Oh, the, these white supremacists, it seems like he like, he's using them. Like there's this organization that they, like most of them are still white supremacists, but like, I'm not saying that he's not, but like he's using them for his own needs, not necessarily because he hates black people. Right. Right. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know. He, it, I, I don't care. Like it, to me, like it, it was a good reveal and like he took off the mask and like we know he's a dubious character do i fully understand like his plot and motivation no did i understand no. his his next deal to looking glass yes. yes um okay can i can we talk about so like obviously like looking glass loves rorschach right i don't know Looking glass? I mean, it, that's that hasn't necessarily been clear. I think he... He eats the beans like Rorschach. He lifts his mask like Rorschach. Like, he's... Uh, you know, I th- Yeah, but, like, I don't know if he would have known those details. Like, how... He he never met Rorschach. He was a kid. And he was, uh... Like, we're, we're, we saw him as a kid here where, like, he was a religious fanatic. So, like, everything about Rorschach up until that point, he wouldn't have really been in like he wasn't a fan of Rorschach then so I don't know I think honestly I think they just parallel really well on on the show like thematically and like the things that they're doing is coincidentally the same but I don't think he's like a Rorschach uh I, I wouldn't say he like reads because if he did he wouldn't be believing in the fact that the squids were real or were fake he would think they would you know I'm backwards Rorschach knew the truth. Right, and, so and he wrote about he, it. So like, And he wrote about it. So the fact that he's on the opposite end of the spectrum and, he, and he's really believing in it, I don't think he is a Rorschach fanboy. Okay, fair enough. Good good point, Frank. Um, okay, so, I mean, now we have to talk about kind of how Adrian connects to this whole universe. So the video that um, Keen presents is like, hey, like this is a video I saw after I was senator for a little while. And they took me into the basement and they showed me this video. And it's like a 1992, uh, you know, small, um, you know, short instructional video uh, from our old buddy Ozymandias uh, explaining his whole situation to President-elect Robert Redford. Um, I'm glad that they de-aged him there and that they didn't, like, put somebody else in it. It was pretty – it looked good because, like, the video quality is shittier so if yeah. you have him de-aged in that context, it's going to play. And it totally did. Um, yeah, so Lion King Jeremy Irons uh, <laughs> is like... Oh, uh, but I just remembered something that from before that I want to call out. I love the fact that Schindler's List wasn't the movie that Spielberg oh, yeah, won the Oscar Pale for. Horse, yeah. uh, that's really a really cool little touch. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. So that, that was a good note. Um, so I think... After, so after you see this this film, it's inarguable, you know, that why the 7th Cavalry is doing this. They've gotten a hold of this tape, and they kind of know what's going on. So I can kind of see their motivation, and then what ends up happening here is uh, he sets Angela... He sets Looking Glass up to say, you either turn us... Uh, you either turn Angela in, or mm-hmm. you... Uh, 
we're going to fucking kill you. So, like, right. he has to now go and deal with what he's going to do to Angela. So he comes, so he leaves, and then we go catch up with uh, Adrian. And this shit was, we were close, but we were also so, like Adrian, so very far away. Oh, my God. Um, I w- I'm so glad. This is exactly what I was hoping to have. Some sort of, like, reveal as to where he is, but, like, he's still stuck there. And yeah, to, to see him, like, really, I mean, and we also don't know if he is still, if he's present day or not. Like, we, the, the timing is unclear at this point. But he's on, you said Europa, you think? Yeah, so it, it looks like, to me, like, that's in the ground below him mm. was ice and that yeah. the planet above him was jupiter because it wasn't definitely sun. jupiter so i'm pretty sure that he's either on io or your or europa um yeah, there are so many moons of jupiter but yeah those are like the big ones and um i think that the fact that they got right down to business and shot him through and we see him able to survive in in the vacuum or on whatever little atmosphere that the moon has and gathering up all the dead bodies, uh, which is so horrible. But, like, he, what does he write? I, I think we only get part save, of it. Like, he help, writes, save, save me. me. Save me, please, or help me. Yeah. Is he d- directing to any person in particular? He just says, save me. He just says, save me. Okay. But it's also become clear that once he gets pulled back in, um, for one, uh, the theories out there that the, the warden was another version of um, Mr. Phillips. That's true, um, but it's basically confirmed that Doctor Manhattan created all these creatures. Um, whether whether Adrian was put there by Doctor Manhattan or somebody else sent him there, that's kind of unclear. But they're all kind of stuck there, and Doctor Manhattan is not coming back for them. Is is the way it seems? Yeah, it's uh, it's they are so remote, you know, like. We all thought they were going to be on the moon or maybe Mars or something like that. But to be on Europa is a very long, long, long way away. And uh, it, it definitely raises the stakes for what he's going to do and how he's going to get back, if he's going to get back, yeah. uh, if he can get back. Um, how their whole reality is set up there is also very interesting. I want to know more about it. How did they do that? Um, yeah, I mean, they're in some sort of bubble that doesn't really – it's not like there's like a glass dome or anything. It just kind of, uh, you know, materializes and you go right through it. Like it's, it's really weird. Um, but you know, something that one could assume Dr. Manhattan would be able to create. Um, so then we go back to, uh, earth (laughs) and, um, Wade, uh, Basically, he talks to Angela and he tells her about the the pills. Um, and there was this running thing earlier on that um, Laurie bugged his cactus, and so he he gives her up. Um, does he give is, her up, or does he kind of like? Like I don't know if he like gives her up in the way that like you give up another person as a cop. I think he kind of like. I don't think he trapped her. I think he like kind of like left the door open and she kind of walked into it unknowingly. You know what I mean? Like, do you think Mm -hmm. she, do you think he trapped her? I don't know, man. I mean, it's kind of unclear because like 
you kind of outlined before what we thought uh, the Seventh Cavalry was going to do to him, but it's he wasn't free. They went after him anyway. Sure. So um, like, yeah, but like, he, we, I'm heavily more inve- invested in what Looking Glass can do than what the Seventh Cavalry can do to Looking Glass. Um, sure. But uh, <sighs> I don't know. I. I kind of understand how that all worked out. It kind of worked out to his benefit. Like, he gets to kind of walk off scot-free. You know, it's not like he... Tra- he didn't. I don't think he... I don't really think he trapped her. I think she kind of, like, did... She wasn't supposed to be talking about that in the office. Sure, yeah. And That's like, fair. And, like, he would never talk about anything like that. And then there they go, and, they, and then she gets caught, and here we all are. So... Yeah. I don't know. I mean... So, okay, the, the other thing, um, do you think, like, what was up with him? He got the the new delivery of uh, the the security system. He throws it in the trash, but then he goes get and gets it again. Like, so is he, does he believe or does he I think that believe? there's, I think that there's a middle ground. So I think that what, what I was talking about earlier is like, I think the psychic waves are real. And I think that there's got to be some other way that people are experiencing the psychic waves in a you know, meaningful enough way that they're purchasing all this kind of equipment to protect mm. against it and that people who, you know, don't use this stuff can't sleep. And that would be bad. So I can imagine that, like, there would be... There, there's got to be other support groups like this. Uh, I, I think that there's a bigger, you know, thing here to Adrian kind of, you know, not only did he, like, kill people, I think, he, you know, it's very sterile to say... He just killed three million people to save, you know, billions of people. But if they, you know, really did this kind of, you know, uh, the psychic um, attack, then you know he could have potentially affected millions and millions more as those, you know, waves radiate out into the populace of the United States. I I don't know. I I kind of I think his thing was more that they were using fear, and so that it's like. The fact but that he was literally there when those psychic waves came out and killed everybody. Well, I know that the the in, initial one was real for sure because they like they I think in one of the uh, side articles they mentioned that he had cloned like the brain of some doctor or some or whatever what I can't remember what it was but like how they they made that happen is as science fiction as creating it in the first place but um, so I don't know I, I think. I think you're right. I think there is a middle ground. I think part of him is like, well, that this may have been fake, but like, well, I don't know what they're planning to do next. I might as well just like hang on to it for now. And sure. But um, yeah, so we don't know what happens to him. I think I think you're right. Like if he just dies off screen, that would be super lame. <laughs> super lame. Um, but uh, I love Tim Blake Nelson. He's just got his finally awesome episode. I hope that he's yeah, not dead. He totally episode. deserved it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, next week, it looks like we are going down the rabbit hole with Angela, who is going to be reliving all the memories of Will. Um, and we're finally going to learn more about his backstory. Um, obviously, whether some of that is altered or not, we don't really know. But it's going to be because to me, it seems like Will and Lady True are on the are on another side of this conspiracy, right? They're not all working on it together. Do you? Think? Well, I think that there's like. It's interesting because we know that there's like a, a cadre of superheroes out there that are working around doing stuff. And like Lady True to me seems like kind of a super villain. So like it, it's interesting to me that Will is aligned with her. 
So I'm curious to see like who else is aligned with her and who else is kind of like in their other, you know, league. Like are there are there other bad guys? Are there other heroes who are gonna come forward? Like, you know, it's it's interesting to me that they set her up, you know, uh, you know, as this person in this tower with all this intrigue, um, but really you don't see her like referenced a lot throughout the world except in you know little bites like how adrian's company was so Mm -hmm. i don't know you know exactly where to put her because she could be a red herring you know that's something i've been thinking about too all right man this was a doozy um i honestly i'm like maybe this is a one to go back and rewatch um i just feel like there was so much in there um but yeah i'm super excited to keep watching this show and uh we're going to keep watching Mandalorian, too, so everybody keep an eye out for our future episodes between now and the end of the year. Yeah, guys, we're going to be rocking and rolling, so thank you very much. Uh, tune in, as always, to our episodes on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. You can listen you know, on your phone. You know, If you really wanted to, you could probably download the file and then like hold a cassette recorder to like the, your Mac speaker on your computer and then you could play the <laughs> tape you know in your little walkman walking around i don't know why you would do that but you could i guess i mean in, ca- uh, in case you're a technophobic like uh some of the people in the watchman universe are. yeah exactly so uh <laughs> if you don't want to do that um you know check us out online and podcast apps all available all over the mobile devices you operate then you can subscribe uh, to our social media stuff at LLH Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us info at longlostheroes.net. You can check out our website, www.longlostheroes.net. Um, if you have any other questions, uh, you know, let us know. We're always down to hear your involvement. We want to get you guys involved too. Uh, we say that every week, but we do really mean it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a rating and a, a review on iTunes. That would be super cool. Um, that, that would, would be, be great. Ve- that would be very helpful. Do that on Spotify. Um, all right, Frank, you have enough to edit. Uh, have a great weekend and a great week, everybody. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.